Iron Jungle podcast is raw, it's real, it has zero gimmicks, zero bullshit, and absolutely zero fucks to give. Welcome to the Iron Jungle. This is real, no bullshit, no holds barred, wide fucking open podcast. We've been at this far too long to be fucking around. This is the jungle. Where anything goes, no holds barred. We're going to be talking about the real shit. How to succeed in a world where you have goals, but there's so much misinformation and bullshit trying to sell you something. This is the informative podcast. And there's no holds barred in the jungle. The question is, are you ready? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the iron jungle. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the jungle, the Iron Jungle. Drew Peters from Nebraska, repping the Nebraska has. College football is back, baby. And your, and your team is supposedly, supposedly one of those sleeper teams in the Big Ten. I don't fucking think they're sleeping. I think they're garbage, Drew. I think Nebraska's, but not as garbage as Ohio State and Michigan. Fuck those guys. If you're from Ohio State or Michigan listening to this podcast, I don't care if you turn us off right now. Thank you for the view. Thank you for the hit. Fuck you on Wisconsin. What's up, Drew? <laughs> shit, man, I can't talk too much shit. We have one national championship in 22 years, which I can't complain. It's kind of like being a Yankees fan. I'm like, we haven't won a World Series since 2009. I'm like, fuck, has it been that long? I mean, I can't complain. I love my Yankees, but there's teams that are worse off, you know? So same with Nebraska, man. We railed everybody in the 90s. And yeah. And we'll be back. We'll yeah. We'll be back. Drew, are you a thug? Um, It depends, man. I mean, some days when I'm... Rolling to the office, listening to a little bit of Bone Thugs and Harmony and uh, other rap music, talking about the gang banging, selling weed, and you know, murdering people. I guess I am. I mean, how many teardrop tattoos do you have? I can't say that I've invested in any as of yet, man. Okay. I, I think that means you're sad, like an emo shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they mean. All I know is you are covered in tats, and you post pictures online of you in tats. And I know there are people out there that that browse that photo and think, man, this guy, A, is a gym bro douchebag. And number two, he's a fucking thug because he's covered in ink. And I love it because tonight's episode, we're going to talk about ink and fitness because it, there is a lot of ink and fitness. But And, and I, I'm really excited to talk about like the com- competing side of things because like it's frowned upon on stage to have ink for whatever fucking reason. It is just the – you don't do that. Um, but I think it's fucking cool. I, th- I have ink. You have ink. I think it's fucking sweet. I think it, you look more badass, especially if you're defined and actually have muscle. If you're just a fat slob, mm, whatever. But if you're in shape like you and me, ink makes us look sexy, my man. I think the women like it. I've had promising revolts. More than 100% of the time, it works every time. Every time. Unless you're a stuck-up cunt. But that's whatever. I mean, bro, come on. It's, it, let's break one thing real clear here. It amazes me. It's fucking 2019. You know, for a long time, I were growing up that tattoos, even in the 90s, were like, oh, you know, no, no, tattoos and all there. They weren't as socially acceptable even then. You think bikers and pirates and criminals and gangbangers and all this shit have an ink or you people having ink. I mean, there is some more mainstream value to them now. Some people are like, man, it's cool to get this bitch ass infinity symbol that they on the middle of their finger that they saw on Pinterest or some shit. So there is some following of sheep it's trending but man fuck that I, i've had my ink before like i i'm mclean before i start getting popular i've had um some of my tattoos like nine years now and i absolutely love my ink and it, it all starts with you know growing up like i said it's a big deal to get a tattoo now over 70 hours deep to me i mean 
I don't think it's as big of a deal these days. And maybe because I'm covered in ink, I have a lot of friends that are in ink. If you look around the industry, fitness industry is widely accepted that there's a lot of ink. But right. I mean, it does have a stigma to it. There are some places where, you know, um, some older generations that may not approve of them. They think it may look unprofessional, so on and so forth. And I will speak personally. I personally wouldn't tattoo my face. Mm, um, yeah. it's, just, it's just kind of a taboo thing. I mean, once again, there's people with really cool face tattoos. Some badass motherfuckers. Like, I'm Mike, Tyson, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Exactly. Um, or even Lee Priest. No, it's you know, gone now, speaking though. of Bible specifically. He was but he, he got rid of it. He got rid of it. Uh, but the point is... It's more widely accepted. So cut the fucking bullshit. So I guess the question to you is like, when you think of the fitness, I think what trends, I guess, or what have you mainly noticed about yourself? You've been this a long time, so I have. In regards to, to, to ink? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I was a douche, man. I had two tribal tattoos. I was that guy walking around. With, I mean, I thought, and I get asked all the time, like, what tribe are you a part of? I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. But... Since I've grown up and matured, for me, my tattoos represent more of like what I represent as a person. And so I got one of my tribals covered up, and you've seen it, and a lot of people that follow us know what it is. I got, I got a line on it, and I'll go figure in this, in this podcast. It's called the Iron Jungle Podcast because like the line's the king of the fucking jungle. And I feel like I want to be the king of this fucking jungle, the fitness industry, the supplement industry. Like I want to have – I want to put a stake in the ground and be respected for the work that I do. Um, and, and that's representative of, and of what I want to do. Now, I also – there's part of me. That just thinks it looks badass, and I think it looks cool. Like I want it's a half sleeve. I want a full sleeve. Um, but to your point, like you said, seventy hours invested. For those at home that don't understand, like the type of monetary investment that is as well. If you're just doing basically black ink, and it's, and you're going to a respectable tattoo artist at like a buck, buck twenty, maybe a buck fifty an hour, Drew's got like seven to ten thousand dollars worth of ink, if not more, right? If you're doing the math correctly, seventy times a hundred, that's seven thousand dollars plus tip. Uh, look, look, actually, the, this, the best about this podcast is we don't have to give a fuck just about the fitness. We're going to help y'all out here. There's a lot of probably out there thinking about tattoos. Like, okay, I didn't tune in for this fucking bullshit, but well, fuck you anyway. You're getting our advice. Yeah. So a good rule of thumb and I'll, like a good rule in general, a good tattoo isn't cheap and a cheap tattoo isn't fucking good. Mm-hmm. And that's not my saying. Every fucking tattoo shop everywhere probably has that up. But right. it's up because it's fucking true. Very true. Okay. You're putting something on your body with, I know some smart ass is going to come in here after say this, that you're putting on the body the rest of your life. Or you can get it removed these days. Well, it fucking hurts. Fucking think about it. It's a permanent thing. It's expensive on both ends, mm-hmm. you know, so you may have something you may not like. So the key is don't be a dumb fuck. Don't just pick something to pick something. Don't get a tattoo just to have a tattoo. I know I sound like a grumpy old man when I say that, but it's so fucking true. And realistically, I mean, once again, I've had been to multiple artists. Um, I had one of my half sleeves and the entire left side done by an artist, and the other right was done by uh, two different artists because, you know, it's different times. It's three years apart. Um, the peck and the, the sleeve, the bottom part of the sleeve. And that's my guy in Florida, and I've had two, one in Nebraska. But any tattoo artist that's worth their salt, you're probably looking anywhere from upwards of $150 to $200 an hour. So that's just kind of a frame of reference. So if you go in and say, okay, um, I'm looking to do this big, like piece on my arm, you know, you're probably looking at from three to $400 based on this is probably going to take two to three hours or, okay, if you're going, you're committing to a half sleeve or a full sleeve, they're like, okay, we're probably going to break this up into say three sessions and say, you know, sometimes they'll name their price because they know how long it'll take them. And you're committing to a sleeve. They might give you a quote unquote, like a discount. Yeah. So there isn't the hard rule like, oh, it took exactly, you know, four hours. So you're exactly $600 in, you know, there, there's some fluctuation there, but just, 
average rate expect to pay some good money. And also, they are committing a service. They are an artist. So make sure that you fucking tip them. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're a repeat customer, they'll be they'll take their time. And especially if you're a repeat customer, I mean, it may have. I'm more poor because I, you know, I'm going to hell sleeve. You know, right. they know me, but then oh, he tips well. Like, dude, okay, you know, you get extra breaks down the road. It pays off. Spending so referring people, you know, you're, they take care of you because you're walking. You are their business card. Mm -hmm. So those things to consider price-wise. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, we're going to bounce around this episode. Like, we are going to talk more fitness. We're going to talk about having tattoos on stage. We're going to talk about after you get a tattoo, how to care for it, and how, and how quickly you can get back to the gym. Because that's a question we get a lot. Um, but I remember my first job was at a fucking McDonald's of all places. 14 years old. If you had earrings, you covered them up with a Band-Aid. If you had tattoos, you wore long sleeves. In corporate America, fucking over 10 years later... At that point, like if you had tattoos in your arms, you covered them up with sleeves. Like that's the world that we live in. It's absolutely insane. And it's a stigma with tattoos, maybe in some big conglomerate corporate America places. But you know where there's a bigger stigma with tattoos today is women have it with tattoos. Like and it's unfair because I there are some sexy ladies with tattoos, like gorgeous sleeves, gorgeous artwork, but yet society society looks at you one way, Drew, and looks at me and be like, Okay, this guy might be a thug. But if a lady has similar tattoos like we do and they're covered, like they look at them in a completely different perspective that is completely fucking utterly unfair, especially when some of these women just look absolutely phenomenal with their tattoos. Dude, I agree 100%. And it takes to – even for us guys, which got not like, oh, poor me. I really don't give a fuck. The best part about this is it's very clear what I do for a living. I'm director of science. And I'm generally considered a, a relatively smart person. I guess that's fair to say. Mm. And I go to say an Expo like Expo West, which is an ingredient show, or you know, Olympia, not so much. But I go to say Expo West or Supply Side um, out in Vegas every year. You know, rocking my, rocking my company polo, and usually I'm wearing shorts because fuck y'all. I'm not wearing dress pants. These calves don't lie. I'll go up there, and some people are like, oh, can I, can I help you? And then there's a pressure they get. You know, I'm a big dude. I'm tatted. Usually, you know, got fair tan, whatever. They're like, oh, they assume I'm an athlete with the company. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm director of science. They're like, oh, you have like a you know whoever available as a rep and they talk to me and it's always this first impression they get they don't expect me to be like somebody that's like with the company rather than like oh you're like a brand like i'm an athlete something like that they don't they don't, they don't think i look smart which mm -hmm. i'm okay with because i love fucking surprising people but then you know 70 hours of ink both ears pierced my nose pierced um both my chest pierced usually can't see that i mean there might be a wild expo with my shirts off but you get the point. Piercings, tattoos, it does carry a bit of stigma. Even 2019, they don't expect me to quote-unquote be smart. Yeah. And fuck Jim Stepani. I'll say that again. Fuck Jim Stepani. Because he has more tattoos than I do. I don't give a fuck. He, he doesn't set the trend. He's his own fucking weird-ass person. Fuck that guy. Twice. You know, there was there was uh, speaking of that not to get on Jim Stepani rant, but we had a comment on our, on one of our uh, on one of our episodes on YouTube that they want you to do an entire episode in the Jim Stepani voice. So just write that down. We might have to do that <laughs> just for future reference. All right, let's get back to fitness, competing on stage, male, female, arm tattoos, leg tattoos. Why Drew? Why are they frowned upon? Honestly, I don't think personal experience wise, I haven't negatively had my placing affected with tattoos. To be timeline super brief here, the first time I competed back in 2015, I had um, left pec in my left half sleeve and just my right half sleeve done. Didn't seem to affect my placing at all. Same thing a year later, same tattoos. I placed even better. A year after that, I did the best I've ever done, and I had an additional other pec done as well as my sleeve complete, and I placed the best that I had. Last year, same thing. I hadn't had any additional ink, but – to me, at least, it doesn't seem to have an effect on my placing. I mean, judges typically don't really notice it. Some people say, oh, you need to cover your tattoos. 
these days it's pretty accepted. There's a lot of pros that have them, especially, and I'll, I guess I'll thank you men's physique guys, for the pretty boys, because there's so many of you, it's become more thing. But I mean, bodybuilding is a little more old school. It depends on what look they're going for. And it's not a knock, but you know, depending on the division, depending on the judges, my opinion, typically, it does not going to hurt you just because you have a tattoo. Sometimes if you have certain things tattooed, now this is the next thing people ask, oh, does it does it have any issue with definition? Yeah, exactly. I haven't had a problem. Um, my only areas for me that would be concerned with my arms and my pecs. Mm. I don't like my want my back tattooed because I like how my back looks and I just don't have a desire to get my back tattooed. Mm. But for me, like by the time you put on a proper competition tan, uh, you know, the, 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 you have a base tan from tanning before a show, um, a competition tan, the stage oil, and those lights, honestly, you can look at my pictures and I very clearly have ink, but it doesn't hide in definition. Everything still pops, all the cuts come out, um, maybe because I have a combination of blacks and grays rather than like a solid black tribal piece. Mm -hmm. Like you may have, they that may blend in a little worse and, and, and hurt you, but typically it doesn't really wash out that much on stage. I mean, if you have a fucking forearm sleeve, like, oh, we couldn't see his defined forearm, minus two points on the scorecard. Like, come on. I mean, if you have certain areas tattooed where, like, the it's really hard, like, maybe your, your core or, um, like, say, your legs, your glute, your glutes, something like that, it might cover that a bit. But in general, I wouldn't worry about getting on stage and or covering your tattoos. Don't worry about covering them specifically to be judged. Worry about getting your tan correct so you don't look like a fucking potato in general on stage. For me, like, I just look in the mirror, right, and I don't have a stage presence tan at all. But my right arm is the one that is tan – or not tan, tattooed, Jesus Christ. Uh, my left one is not. Personally, it looks like I have more definition in my left arm, and I know I'm stronger in my right, but it's because I, I have a tattoo on my right, and I think part of it was there was a tribal at one point. Now it's covered up. It's got a, it's a, you know, a really nice job in terms of a cover-up, but I feel like it lacks the definition from viewpoint with the tattoo versus what my left arm is, but my DEXA scan says that my right arm has more muscle mass in it, and it's more defined. So the science or the, the X-ray technology says right arm is bigger. Visually, to me, it looks smaller, and I think it's just that perception of my tattoo. So I've heard a lot from just people being like, especially in women in, in bikini and stuff, like they don't want you to be tattooed. Um, they prefer you not to have that sleeve tattoo or have tattoos on your arms. Now, a lot of women will have the back tattoos. I mean, they may have gotten that in college and – God bless them. You know, we've all made stupid decisions. But um, that's, I mean, I've heard it more so, I think, now on the women's side, especially in bikini. And I don't know if there's any merit to that. And I figured, why not ask the guy who's been on stage several times, and I'm a stage virgin yet, if you had any, any, any information on that. Now, from the women's side, I don't know. And I don't know if you would know any more from a women competitor. From, from like what I would gather, the thing is it's, it's more so the look in general. Like typically a lot of bikini girls, they want them to be, quote, unquote, the most – like average feminine. And what I mean by that is they, they aren't looking for a super hard look. They're not looking for, you know, uh, that extra muscle mass. I mean, they need to have, you know, nice legs, glutes, look like they look amazing. The beats have a nice core, tiny waists so and so forth. And depending what the sleeve is, it could, it, or I said sleeve automatically, but what the tattoo is, it could be very, you know, elegant. The thing is, I don't personally think that they would take away from it as long as it kind of quote unquote fits the girl and in general when it comes to a good tattoo it just needs to fit you you know like okay i mean i think you look fucking balling with like a tinkerbell tattoo but in general if, if a tattoo fits your fits your physique you have a physique for it complements your physique rather than takes away from it i don't think that makes a big deal and not to stereotype but typically you know bikini is going to be viewed as softer than women's figure or women's physique, you know, it gets to the physique level ladies, you know, they're the, they're the badasses and you have these figure girls, you know, that, that super nice cut in core, nice rounder shoulders, you know, more defined legs. 
you know, they're badasses as well. They have a little more um, hardness that's expected and, and wanted for that class and a tattoos, you know, it makes more sense. For bikini, and once again, I'm not my foot in my mouth here, it's not a negative thing. Typically they're seen, you know, like a little more on the softer side, the more like, okay, they don't want them to be shredded. That's, that's kind of not the look the judges for. So it's the overall look in general, not just a tattoo, if that makes sense. No, 100% makes sense. And I think, you know, we were talking about a little bit here about essentially the process of getting a tattoo. And Drew mentioned some very valid points in terms of what you're going to pay for a reputable artist who can do good work, tip, tip them, because they are providing a service. But I think, Drew, you laid out, you know, prior to this episode, you sent me some notes, and I thought you laid out some really good ideas in terms of the process. Now, this isn't fitness-related. This is for anybody that's going to get a tattoo. I've been in tattoo shops before where people have walked in off the street and just asked for a tattoo and got it done that day without any thought process going into it. And like Drew said, this shit is permanent unless you want to pay lots of money to get it laser removed, and that hurts like a bitch from what I'm told. So the process to getting a tattoo, first and foremost, and for me, it's like, Pick something that means something to you or pick something that you know you're not going to essentially get sick of. Like, I mean, if it's a – in my case, a travel design, I was a fucking idiot. I was a 19-year-old kid in college. I was dumb as shit, and I can look back on that now. I didn't put much thought process into that. I thought at the time it was cool. Um, you know, and some people will get their girlfriend or boyfriend's name, or that's fucking dumb. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do that is stupid, but there's a lot of things that you can do that's cool. So, Drew, when you picked out your tattoos just from personal experience, what was your process like? Well, it may or may not be a big fucking secret. I'm Greek is my heritage, so all of my tattoos are Greek mythology based. It actually kind of started with, hey, I want to do something super simple. You know, me, Mr. Oh, I don't know if I want a tattoo. Um, I think it's something small. And what do I want to get? You know, oh, I'll get the word uh, me in Greek. It looks like the, it's doesn't really look like that word. Danami, which is uh, Greek for strength. So, okay, cool. Got that on my, le- on my uh, left peck. Oh, cool. Strong in body, strong in heart. Cool. Then the next part is, okay, I want to add to it, you know, I kind of get the itch, you know, for some more ink. Um, okay, let's let's dig a little deeper here. Family Spartan origin, Sparta, Greece, and Kalamata. So let's look at some Greek pottery. Let's look at some architectures. So those things are inspired by the island of Greece. So you have Meandros, which is the interlocking the Greek key, which is a technical name for that, Meandros. And uh, which basically serves... Uh, symbolizes the winding river of you know the eternal life so that's kind of where the greek pottery comes in okay badass who's my favorite greek mythology character i love zeus i mean i can't not look zeus so then i'm next thing i know going in there searching for google images of zeus statues zeus um architectures zeus plates and the key to that is you take all these ideas and i'm just covering one tattoo you're paying an artist to make your stuff. So my best approach is when you have an idea of what you want, you know, kind of stash everything away, think about it hard, like, huh, do I really want like, you know, Greek pottery and Zeus so on and so forth and that shape and okay, cool. Go meet the artist and kind of, you know, go through the portfolio. So you kind of fit the strength of what kind of tattoo you're looking for, like blacks and grays, colors, um, pictures, whatever, different artists, different strengths, you know, and kind of run it by them and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. You know, I'm looking for this tattoo, these kind of elements and trust the artist to take your vision and make it look good on you because at the end of the day the worst you can do is pigeonhole an artist and say i want exactly this 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 and this and it may not look as good that's my initial opinion you know gather what you want take it to your artist let them kind of give their creative perspective and do respect that they are an artist you're paying them yeah. to create art for you i thought the best point you made in, in, the, in the notes that you sent me was the whole stash the way thing you said stash the way for a month come back to it and do you still love it because that's the point, right? If you just walk in off the street and you pick something in 10 minutes and maybe you had a couple of alcoholic beverages and, you're, and you, you sign the labor form saying you're not drunk, but you were shit-faced, you wake up the next day and you're like, what the fuck did I just do? 
Like, I mean, we're, I'm going to Vegas and, and you know, for the Olympia. I'm sure many people are going to walk in the tattoo parlors on the strip and do the same stupid shit. It happens all the time. You know, and I've never stashed away. I've thought about an idea for a long time. I marinated an idea for a long time. I found designs that I liked. I kept looking back at them on my phone. Very similar to what Drew's saying. Like, I didn't just make a decision, walk in one day and say, this is the cover-up that I want to do now in my old age of 32. I made sure it's something that I could live with for the rest of my life and something that's representative of what I fucking want to, to basically live my life by. And I, I bet not a lot of people actually do that. They might contemplate, like, I want a, I want a zoo animal or I want, uh, you know, like a, a fucking whatever it might be, you know. And then, and, but I think the other point that you made, too, is trust the artist. And that's why you have to put faith in the artist and you have to find an artist that's worth the $150 to $200 an hour that has reputable reviews and people have gone to them because they're going to take care of you. Because the point that I think a lot of people miss is that you are a walking advertisement for that artist. Like you are a future marketing piece, a billboard for that artist. If their stuff looks like shit on you and people ask you who did that and you say this artist A, B, and C, they're not going to want to fucking go to that person. So like for instance, my tattoo artist had me come back and he was going to send me home probably four, five, six times. And I would stand up, and the tattoo would hit, a light, hit the light in a different angle. He'd say, sit back down. And he would make sure he took care of it because he did not want me leaving that chair until it was absolutely to perfection in his eyes because he wanted to make sure that his stamp of approval was on the tattoo that he did. I agree. So I guess in general, um, I'm just going to cover like what to expect, the process, you know, even more very simplified what you want to do. So basically you say you lock in, you know exactly what you want to have done like boom in my case okay i want a, a zoo statue head here's my inspiration i also want to have uh this these type of greek patterns hey i trust you make it figure it out make it look badass my inspiration honestly from the shape of my tattoo on the less of my body was the fucking rock i mean who wouldn't want to be the rock i loved he had the uh you know the samoan the, the, the tribal best. piece exactly the fucking man yeah. if there's one person i'd be i'd be the fucking rock because yes. he's a boss um, he had a really cool piece. It, it, you know, it complements his physique. He had a piece on his trap, his shoulder blade, his pec. I like how it fit, but I'm like, I'm not a fucking Hawaiian. I'm not in a tribe, so that's fucking stupid. Me, I'm going to go Greek. I'm going to have Greek influence. So use those elements as shape, but then fill it with all Greek things. That's kind of how I went about that. And so, okay, say, boom, I, you know, the rocks tattoo, here's my, el my elements that makes it mine. I want something that nobody else has. And you take it to him. Um, the guy's name... Um, was Andrew, coincidentally, at a place called Liquid Courage in Omaha. Great reviews. Once again, I had a good chat with him. He's like, oh, hell yeah, I'd love to do this. And, he, you know, I just trusted him in the pieces. Honestly, sometimes it's going to sound kind of fucky. You may not see exactly what the artist is going to do until the day you get to your tattoo shop. Yeah. Um, you may set like an appointment a week out to kind of go over, but it all depends on your style. So him, I stopped by a week before a tattoo. He wasn't done yet. Like, what, what do you mean you're not done yet? And he said, no, here's what I have so far. He showed me like this beautiful like stencil he started to work on. He just drew from scratch. I'm like, whoa. So even then, it's going to be hard to conceptualize what it's going to look like until it's on your body. Mm -hmm. I've seen his portfolio my bro. Okay, this looks really cool. I, I don't get it yet 100%, but I'm going to trust it. So, boom, go back, get my appointment. He has the entire stencil done. What they're going to do, they're going to make a stencil. In other words, they're not tracing my numbers, assholes. They're going to take your tattoo. They're going to stencil it out with a special paper, and then they're going to make sure your, your area is shaved. They're going to clean it really good. Boom, they're going to put the stencil on you and peel it off. That gives them the basic guideline that they had drawn to put onto a tattoo. They're going to outline it. Um, so beforehand, once again, make sure you're not drunk, make sure you've eaten, uh, make sure the air is shaved. They're going to take care of the sanitation. Hold fucking still mm -hmm. when they start doing the tattoo because you want to be a good canvas. It's going to be uncomfortable probably. 
Um, the way I always describe it, it's going to feel like cat claws when it's getting done. Think a little kitten claws, like a sharp sting. Afterwards, kind of feels like a sunburn, and it has a weird vibrating sensation. So Ryan's heard that before. It's not going to be the worst thing that you've ever had. But at the, at the end of the day, it's only going to be as bad as you think it is. If you're like, oh, this is going to be excruciating, it's going to be horrible, it's going to be painful, it's going to be a lot worse. Versus, eh, it might be a little uncomfortable, but I'll live. You know, it's three hours for something I have the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to stencil it out, make sure you're clean, and they're going to outline it. And depending on your tattoo, they'll do an outline first, typically, depending how long it takes, they may do that that day, and it may have you come back, or they may do it that same time. I've had both done. Next step is to shade it in, say, like, blacks and grays or color, da 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 and they're gonna finish the tattoo. Either that session, or if it's a bigger piece, maybe a second one, okay? Afterwards, they're gonna clean it up. They're gonna wrap it, depending on some artists use uh, the blue, um, like surgical towel. Some like to use like a saran wrap. Some, you know, just tell you, hey, clean it, rub it with Vaseline, head out of the shop, be good. The other day, when it comes out, as soon as you leave the shop, make sure you keep the damn thing clean. Make sure you keep it moisturized, but not saturated and soaked. And try not to let it get dry and don't fucking pick at it. Okay? Yeah. That's the basic things after. I know I kind of mentioned that pretty quickly, but that's kind of what to expect. That's your process from A to B. Right. And D, in terms of getting through your tattoo. So what did I miss? Two so, things, I think. Not not that you missed them, but like Drew mentioned, it's... It, it's uncomfortable in areas. There are certain areas of your body that hurt way more than others. So just FYI, there might be an area that is super uncomfortable. And depending on your session, too, like for me, I sat through a six-hour session on my arm. At about hours four and five, it's not just uncomfortable. You get tired of sitting in a fucking chair. You become agitated of listening to the needles go. Um, yeah. If you see an old-school tattoo artist, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, Drew, instead of using like the stencil, they actually engrave it into a piece of plastic, put like a, a graphite powder into it, and then they put it on put it on your body that way. That's that was my first tattoo, like old school. Um, and then in terms of taking care of it, like obviously yes, make sure you clean it, make sure you keep it moist. If you're outside and you get an arm tattoo and the sun's out, use fucking sunscreen, cover it up, protect it, because you don't want that sun beating down on a fresh tattoo day number two and getting a massive sunburn on it. You're gonna you're gonna hate yourself for many reasons. Yep. It's gonna hurt like a bitch. It's gonna fade out quicker. So just. And, and just take care of it. So that's the biggest thing. And as we, I guess, now convert, let's go back in the, bring it full circle, bring tattoos now back into fitness because we got questions quite a bit in our group that we are, are very active in about like, listen, I just got a tattoo, a three, four hour session. When can I go back to the gym? How do I, like what lifts can I do? So I think it, it very much is a personal thing, um, you know, in terms of your pain tolerance. If you can tolerate it, great. Um, but one thing that you need to keep in mind, and Drew's gonna, Drew has a lot more tattoos than I do, is like if you're doing lifts that agitate the area, so if you had just got a fresh back tattoo and you're going to bench press or you're going to do something with your back is against something, you might approach that differently than you know, if you just got a, a pec tattoo and you're bench pressing. You don't have to put the bar on your chest. But Drew, like, yeah. you have some really good advice in terms of people when they ask you, like, how do you approach training going to the gym either the same day or the next day post-tattoo? You nailed it. Um, going back to one point there in terms of the areas, anywhere in general, that's cl the thinner the skin is or closer to bone or a joint, typically the more uncomfortable it's going to be. Um, so a lot of times if you have thinner areas, like everybody's a fan of getting these fancy rib tattoos, everybody wants stuff on their wrists and their ankles and their feet and their hands. Da -da -da. 
those are coincidentally going to be some of the most uncomfortable areas for a lot of people. It's thin, it vibrates on bone, it's uncomfortable. Um, you know, and it's, oh, I'm getting my first tattoo of my ribs. I'm like, good luck with that. I mean, honestly, mm. I, I don't have anything on my ribs, but I have some sensitive areas. Personally, for me, so like around the, the radius and the ulna, like right here um, on the wrist bones, it's vibrating on bone. It gets annoying, especially when you're on your third time that night going through the white highlights in that seven and a half hour session. That was a long one. Um, the acromion process here on your shoulder blade. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pointing and probably not everybody's watching this. Yes, I'm pointing at my shoulder right now. Basically, where your clavicle and your um, yeah. acromion meet, like the acromion process, that fucking hurts. It vibrates. It's annoying. The clavicle itself is like this constantly vibrates up your neck. Um, I have both my pecs done. Like more toward the nipple, it just feels weird. It doesn't hurt, I guess. And uh, the most uncomfortable like, ones are like probably the bottom side of your arm. One, because how you're laying, your arm goes to yeah. fucking sleep. But like in between the bicep and tricep and that crease there, mm. it feels like your armpit's being tattooed. Yeah. So those are some interesting ones. You're like, oh, what the fuck? It feels like you're being now, burned a bit. It's, yeah, it's weird. weird. It's a very weird sensation. I mean, like, okay, cool. Yeah, the most miserable one, even the elbow for me wasn't bad. And the ditch, which is like uh, the opposite side of your elbow, like uh, the crease in your in your forearm and bicep. Like that's not that bad to me, at least. As some people are like, man, fuck y'all. That hurt that bitch. Yeah, it's weird, but to answer the question there, I've had obviously both my, my pecs done. I've had, um, you know, arm sleeves, both sides and a bottom sleeve. You hit the nail on the head. Just kind of use your fucking head about it. Like I got my, um, right sleeve done on, I believe, uh, Friday nights. And then Monday, two days later, I, I went and I had a back day and it was fine. And I had chest the next day, you know, it didn't really bother me. And then I think when I did like another, like my chest piece, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did. That chest piece I got done on my Thursday. And then I went and trained chest the next day um, with my homeboy down when I was down in Florida still. And it wasn't a problem. But then again, it, it's, it's the key is if you let this tattoo dry out and the skin gets tight, when you go to stretch it, when you're doing any type of lift, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's like, oh, man, that's smart. So keep it clean, but also keep the right moisturizer on it. I like this isn't a product pitch. There's a called hustle butter. It's really fucking good. One of my favorite tattoo healing things. Another one was um, After Ink. Both are really good products. Like I'm on Amazon. They, my tattoos heal beautifully. I heal like Wolverine in fucking general. But the key is just use your fucking head. You know, you hit the nail on the head. If you're doing like a like have your tap back tattoo, don't do like a bunch of chest stuff. Where you're pressing up against things. You're probably fine. But then there's a part of you too, like, eh, do I really want an open wound on my body pressing against a fucking dents that everybody and their grandmas have their nutsack on? Yeah. Um, you know, some people's grandmas have nutsacks apparently. Or do I want to have, you know, my my chest on something where I'm laying down and do a bunch of hamstring curls? Mm -hmm. You know, so just gotta use your head, keep it clean. That's the main thing. You'll be fine at the gym. Trust me. Just keep your fucking hands clean. Don't be touching your fucking tattoo during your set. Wash the damn thing after you should be anyway. Keep it hydrated and don't be a fucking moron. You yeah. should be okay. And I just, wouldn't do anything in a contact sport. Like if you're like, say, do MMA, just try to do it when you're taking a break. You don't want to have that rubbed against or hit or struck. You know, just, just be smart about the area. Exactly. Uh, and Drew mentioned a couple of products there. Just not, not, like I said, not a sales pitch, but if some over the counter products that you don't have time to go to Amazon, Vaseline, just pure Vaseline is yeah. fine. Coconut oil is it works yeah. too. Um, w w one thing we didn't talk about actually, and not to get back away from fitness, but I want to go back and we'll finish the episode on this. This note is a lot of people ask, can I take something for the discomfort and the pain prior to the tattoo? Should I take a Vicodin? Should I take Tylenol? Should I take an ibuprofen? Should I use a topical on the area? To, to basically numb it. And uh, the topical is the worst fucking thing you can do because you want your skin to take the ink. You want your skin to absorb the ink. Um, in terms of the other stuff, 
you can, but like Drew said, I mean, it's it's really not that bad. I, I I'll fully admit, I've taken a Vicodin before my uh, back piece back when I was twenty one years old, or there was, or before my first arm piece, it was. Um, it still hurt, you know. There were still areas that hurt, like like Drew was talking about the under uh, by like your armpit area. That still fucking hurt, so it didn't do anything for me. Uh, and if anything, like you don't want to thin your blood out. You don't want your shit to run any any quicker. So I would say don't. You don't need to take anything. I don't know if you've ever taken anything prior to a tattoo, but it's to me, it's just like nah, it's not worth it. No, there's a, actually I have a new product come out. Um, the fuck what was it called? Um, oh, it's um comes in 100 milligram tablets called nut the fuck up and it's a really new supplement for getting a tattoo you'll be fucking okay like i said the, the more bad you think the tattoo is going to be is how bad it's going to be like trust me don't be going fucking drunk because i won't tattoo you too like you don't want to be thinning your blood just in case you have some bad reaction god forbid and one million chance or increase start bleeding which is no you don't want to inhibit anything that inhibits wound healing or blood clotting just in general like, you know, so don't be taking a bunch of fucking aspirin. Don't be taking a bunch of alcohol or don't be fucking high as a kite when you go in. Dude, if you want to smoke a blunt to chill out, that's probably okay. I'm just saying. Just chill, relax, and you'll be okay. Like, I wouldn't exactly have said you're just delaying the pain. And also, to me, it's a rite of passage. I'm not telling, like, talking about going in the backwoods and ritual shit, having it done with, like, the stick and nail like they do in Africa or where the fuck that is and doing the old-fashioned tap, tap, tap tattoos. But that's part of the process. Embrace the pain being, hey – I'm I'm get earning my right to have this ink by by bearing this pain and seriously just nut the fuck up take 100 milligrams you'll be fine yeah I can't wait to hear people tell us their tattoo horror stories on this episode you can tell us on Facebook the Iron Jungle podcast uh, send pictures send pictures of your horrific shitty fucking tattoos that you have because I like I said I fully admit I had one guy covered up I still have a back piece of the tribal I don't cover it up because I don't fucking see it but if I saw it every day I'd cover that some bitch up too. Um, and, and, and just like horror stories in general, did you go to a bad tattoo artist? Did they misspell something? Cause that, that would suck. All right. If they can't spell correctly, you went to the wrong fucking tattoo artist to begin with. That's on you. That's not on them. Um, the same like, time. What, what's that on your back? And yeah. You can't see it. I mean, if, if you look at it and say, yeah, that's right. Then you're a fucking moron too. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know any time ever that the tattoo artist is like, Hey, is the spelling correct? Like, yeah. unless you're drunk or you're just an idiot, then. I can't help you there. You live your life with no regrets, right? Like, you, you got to no do it regrets. that way. Uh, no regrets. Not even one letter. All right. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Leave us a comment. Write us every anything that you want on this episode. If there's any ideas for future episodes, make sure you hit us up um, anywhere. You can get a hold of Drew or me. No problem at all. Appreciate this one, Drew. This is fun. I love talking tattoos. Now I think I need to go do a, a tattoo parlor and get something else done here. I'm going to end with this. For all you out there, and this is how we're wrapping this up real quick. You're going to probably laugh at this shit. Um, this is a Facebook post. It said, you know, somebody told me, hey, you're going to regret all those tattoos someday. You know, when you get old and da da da. I reply with this is like, uh, these tattoos symbolize my journey, my heritage, my family, my beliefs, and things that make me me. Why would I regret that? So, if anybody's next thing about your ink, unless you have something really stupid, and hey, to them it may be dumb, to you it may be very meaningful, fuck them. Secondly, this may be more of a rant. Nobody cares about your fucking tattoo. Just because you have a tattoo and I have a tattoo does not mean we're automatically friends. Third of all, don't ask somebody how much your tattoos cost. It's like, you know, how much do you make a year before taxes? Like, fuck off. It's none of your business. Also, for all y'all out there, I'm going to end with this because fitness related. You're not going to get too fucking big and stretch out a tattoo. If you manage to put on that much muscle mass and actually stretch a tattoo out, kind of fucking congratulations, but it probably is not going to happen. Yeah. And I'll end my rant with that. A nice arm, arm sleeve and some thin synthol, baby. Stretch that motherfucker out.